Score North download time. Score North live rolling on right now. Join Team Mackey and Score North at this year's Big Climb in Minneapolis on Saturday, February 15th at the Capella Tower as we raise money to fight blood cancer. Donate to our team or join Team Mackey for just $20 when you use the promo code Mackey when you register to climb. For more information, visit scorenorth.com. Keyword climb. Twins made another move over the weekend. They're inking a minor league deal with Yolis Shashin. I'm very glad I was able to pronounce that mostly correct. It's pretty close. Yolis Shashin. I like to hear Royce do it no, more than anything. No. Let's not. Know if we need that. No. All right. I would like to hear that it. That was one of the names we debated and debated as to Jolly's Shachin. Shachin. Shachki. Shachin had a pretty rough goal Jordy last and Chachi. year. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I would love to hear it. I'm sure Derek Wetmore has Royce on baseball ready for it to go, so I'm, I'm, I'm sure we'll hear it. Uh, he was an effective pitcher not too long ago. He had, was a 15-8 record, a 3.5 ERA, throws a devastating slider, maybe Wes Johnson Unlock something there. The Twins have been looking at the bargain bin. Rich Hill, Homer Bailey, trying to patchwork that starting rotation. The Twins announced two of their spring training invitees today. Top prospects include Royce Lewis, Alex Kirloff, Trevor Larnich, Brent Rooker. Some other veterans like Shashin are joined by Caleb Theobar, Blaine Hardy. You know, all the Jake Reed, a couple random guys that I'm sure will have a chance to crack the uh, 26-man roster. As uh, pitchers and catchers report on February 2nd, that's been your Score North download. Now back to Score North Live. Thank you, Declan, on 1500scorenorth.com. And the Score North at Matthew Collar joins the show at 1 o'clock. Phil Mackey in the TCL Broadcast Studios with me. You can listen to us on the Score North app. You can also read all things from scorenorth.com at the Score North app as well. It is your one-stop shop for all written content from all our fine, fine writers. Um, Were you impressed? Actually, before we get to that, let me get a phone call in real quick. A.B., Minneapolis, here on Score North Live. What's up, A.B.? What's going on, fellas? How are y'all doing? Doing well, man. How about you? I am doing well. I am disappointed in you, gentlemen, or you specifically. What is going on today? How do we excuse the performance of Mr. Jimmy G and even the second interception that he threw? And we we say, we all last week I listened to y'all talk about how the Vikings quarterback situation is one around impact, like um, similar to the the baseball data that you use for winning games, the war, right? And so you were talking about what if the Vikings had Mahomes last year or the year before all the way back to like 2014, and we talked about the difference he would make in wins over what they what the output was for the season. Yet Jimmy G is in a perfect situation. He has elite caliber receivers. He, I mean, he has elite caliber tight end. He has dynamic receivers. He has one of the best O-line, one of the best coaches. And we say that his potential is still promising. We didn't do that for Lamar Jackson. There's several quarterbacks that we don't do that for, and yet we're trying to excuse his play. And even the second interception, it was still like a minute and a half left when he threw that pick. I get it, desperation time, but all game long you saw he lacked decisiveness. You saw that he lacked the ability to make a difference. We've seen that basically all year long where he has not been a difference maker. And so if he's not making a difference in the outcome of wins – in regards to accuracy, in regards to being decisive, in, in regards to knowing when to move, how to how to get around the pocket, how to audible out of whatever is at the line, then how can we feel good about their quarterback situation, especially how much money they have allotted to that position? AB, thanks for the call. I think we I think we we pointed out all those things. My only point is this is that's that's this guy's first year as a full time starter in the NFL. And I, I wouldn't be in full-on panic mode about yeah. my quarterback position if I'm the San Francisco 49ers today. As far as Lamar Jackson or anybody else who struggled in their first year as a starter, 
I mean, other people might have counted them out, guys in our business, maybe even guys on this station. I don't know, but I was never one who counted out Lamar Jackson because of a few struggles in his rookie year. I was actually really impressed by what I saw from Lamar Jackson in his rookie year. So to compare the two, I mean, I'm not going to say apples and oranges, but... He makes it sound as if I counted out Lamar Jackson or somebody else because they I hear struggle. you ripping Lamar Jackson around the oh, hallways all, all the, the time, time, dude. All yeah. the time. But I, I think to, to AB's point, I think what we're trying to figure out with every quarterback, Kirk Cousins included, are you the type of guy that when your team is down by double digits and your offensive line's getting bowled over and things aren't going your way, are you the type of guy at that position that not every time, but enough times can just say bleep it? This game's on me now. I'm going to rise above and I'm going to I'm going to make sure that we have a chance to win this game at the end. Or are you the type of quarterback that's going to only contribute to the snowball rolling downhill at you, right? Kirk Cousins, more often than not, he gets credit for the New Orleans game 100%. Gets credit for the New Orleans game because he threw two dimes at the end of that game that put the Vikings in the next round of the playoffs. More often than not, Kirk Cousins is contributing to the snowball effect the wrong way. And that's been my beef with him. Jimmy Garoppolo, he's got some fourth quarter comebacks in the regular season, but when more chips were on the table and opponents start getting tougher and defenses are tougher and you get time to really dive in and scheme against someone more than you would in the regular season, uh, he just, he sort of showed this last month that he wilts. He wilts more than you would have thought by looking at his fourth quarter comebacks on paper. So now with Lamar Jackson, do I look at him sort of, you know, wilting in one postseason game and say, boy, that is a, that's a stain. And I, I still look at Lamar Jackson and say, I'll ride that dude. Yeah. He's not Pat Mahomes, but like, I'll ride that dude for the next five Give years. Me and Lamar feel very Jackson, comfortable. that quarterback. And I, yeah. I mean, I was, I was, I'm not going to say I was the biggest Lamar Jackson guy when he was coming out of college, but I wasn't one who thought he should move to running back or wide receiver. I thought he could play quarterback in the NFL. And obviously, after what I've seen from him, even the flashes that I saw from him last year when he stepped in for Flacco. I thought that dude had a future. So I feel I feel the same way about well, I feel a lot better about Lamar Jackson, but again, he he made it sound as though we were down on Lamar Jackson because of his first year struggles and giving Jimmy G a free pass, and that's simply not what happened. Um were you impressed with the commercials in the Super Bowl yesterday? Loved them. You loved them? Well, I sh- loved them? I loved more of them than I usually do. Yeah. Really? I loved Which like, ones did like you love? seven or eight of them. Which ones did did you did you uh, you take copious notes? Actually, which, can, ones, which ones did you love? Should we play a couple here? Do we have them? Yep. Go to go to the uh, let me on air production meeting here. Okay. Let me see here. Go to is there like a cuts page? There's like Monday through Friday. There should be like a cuts mm-hmm. cut hold sheet on, or something. On the left side there. Let's start cuts with Monday. Is that what I'm looking at? No. no go, you're gonna want to go up to cut sheet and parentheses score north. Ah, and they're got all it. orange. All right, gotcha. Got on the okay. left side. Let's okay. let's start with. Do we have? Holy s- crap! We pulled this many. There weren't this many good commercials. Do we have Smart Pock? Oh, that one I did like. Let me see. What was that? That was for Hyundai. That was Sonata. Hyundai Sonata. Let's Declan, start with Smart Pock. You may be quicker on the trigger here than I am. If if you well now the phones are ringing. Um, Dude, how do you wait? Wait a second. Go. What? Okay, play Hyundai. Hyundai. Hyundai's not. Is this Smart Pock? Look at this guy. Yeah, it is. Hey, Rachel. How are you? Hey, good. How are you? He's not getting that car in there. No, sir. Look at these two troublemakers. Hey, Johnny, how are you? Wicked car, is that new? Yeah, it's a Sonata. Let me pack it. Oh, you're not fitting your car in there. Chris, stop being a smarty pants, all right? Look who's got Smart Pack. Smart Pack? Just hit the clicker, car packs itself. It's smart. It's wicked smart. And I can pack it anywhere. 
How about Dorchester? Packed it. Foxborough. Packed it. The Garden? Packed it. Saugus? Packed it. Swampscott? Revere? The Harbor? Are you kidding me? I packed it and then unpacked it. You unpacked it? Kid. Game changer. <laughs> that Sonata ain't got no driver. That's all right. He's got Smart Pack. Hey, you can pack there. He's got Smart Pack. Hey, whoa, whoa. It's Big Poppy. Wicked Smart. This is a ghost car. A better way to park. Like Only big, available. Big Poppy didn't even try to do a Boston accent. <laughs> Okay, I did like that one. I'm going to give you that one. Okay, next. All right. Uh, I loved the maybe the world could use a Snickers. They're showing all the things that, that are wrong in good. the world today. And, that was pretty good. And the that... world is gathered around, and it's more of a visual. And there's just a giant crater in the ground, and they feed yeah. the world a Snickers. That's I don't know great. if that play fix the on world. radio. Does no. That, no. It's, no. It's mostly a visual. I don't know. That It was it was funny. It made me snicker. Okay, you can stop now. Yeah, that was pretty bad. That, that wasn't bad. even a good one. <laughs> But I, w- I wasn't Comedian. like, it didn't leave an impression on me, obviously, because you just mentioned it and it took me a second to even realize what you were talking about. Okay, what about, what about the Cheetos can't touch this ad with MC Hammer? No, I didn't, take, I didn't like take that. Take MC Hammer even out of it. They did nothing for MC me. MC Hammer was sort of just to make, let, let there be more of an obvious hook. Did nothing for Come me. Come on, like the guy's eating mm-hmm. Cheetos. Mm-hmm. 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 Wait, I can't touch this. I was bored by it. Bored? What are you bored? bored by it. And are we still doing can't touch this references? That's a, you could have taken, the, you taken the MC jokes? Hammer thing out of it, and I would have been fine with it. Bored. I was bored by that commercial. Next. Okay, then there's a Minnesota tie. So Winona Ryder, Winona Ryder one? goes to Winona, Minnesota. I still don't know what exactly that commercial was for, which is a pet peeve of mine in commercials. Yeah, what was that commercial for? Uh, well, <laughs> so it was for it was for Wix.com, which is a website builder. And it was welcome and, to Winona.com. And welcome to Winona. So it was and she and she's named after the city in Winona. There's a state college down there, Ronnie. It's a kind of a prominent college, I guess you could say, in Minnesota. Um it's a good safety school. But but she's from there. So I think that was the tie. It was nationally for Wicks and but then they, who would know this? Well they would Who would know any of this? If you knew Winona Ryder, I think people would. You know I had no idea that Winona Ryder was named after a city in Minnesota. Gotcha. I had well, no clue. Did, oh, but, was she was she? But would yeah. Thing? Yeah, that's what he just said. Hence, but like, didn't you put two two together when she's in Winona, Minnesota, in the commercial, and she's laying under no, it, I and just her name it was a, Winona? I just thought it was a coincidence, and no. they made an, no. they, they made a poor attempt at a joke for a commercial. That's all I thought. What all was right, going all right, on let's there. keep moving down the list all of right. commercials that at least I enjoyed okay. as a as a non Oscar the Grouch here who just has a. I liked a few. I liked a few. Bill Murray, Bill Murray on that Groundhog was great. Day. That was outstanding. On Groundhog Day. That was outstanding. First of all, the fact that they even corralled Bill Murray to do a commercial. Because he is notoriously impossible to get a hold of. Right. Like, he will tell Hollywood studios, okay. that, like, yeah, I might do your movie. Call me when you start shooting. They even got Ned Ryerson to make an appearance. That Ned? Was that, was a, that was a great commercial. That was a great Phil? commercial. You're not, you'll get no debate from me on that one. That was a great commercial. I was waiting for, for him to drive the vehicle off of a cliff and kill himself like he did a couple times <laughs> right. in Groundhog Day, the movie. I thought it was going to go that, that direction. Uh, so that, that was pretty good, too. Okay. So there's, I mean, that's at least five right there that I, was, I thoroughly enjoyed. And I agree with you on two. The Jason Momoa one. That was pretty funny that too. That was hilarious. He's, I like that. Where he's, that he's secretly a, really a scrawny one. guy. Yeah, yeah. He's cer- a scrawny. That's what I think. Scrawny bald man. That's what I think he actually is. Him and Skinny Rob Lowe should do a commercial together. Which, uh, by the way, why did they? Why did we take away the Rob Lowe Directv commercials? Remember those from like five oh, years yeah, ago? That's right. He wears an NFL logo hat. I mean, he, he's very neutral. <laughs> I thought the Tom his, Brady Hulu commercial was just annoying and pissed me off. 
that whole picture that he put out beforehand was simply a ploy, a lead-up, a tease to his Super Bowl commercial. I love Brian Cranston. The Mountain Dew commercial. That stunk. Was not that funny. Yeah, I was really disappointed. It wasn't that good. It was like uh, like The Shining. The it was Shining like a, a spoof on The Shining with Brian Cranston in the uh, Jack Nicholson role. Yep, don't like that. Didn't think that was very good. I feel like that's a tough one because with Mountain Dew, you're you're naturally targeting younger people. And that movie was from 1980. Right. So the people that you're targeting probably don't even know what movie you're referencing. And it's very all. confusing. The Doritos commercial with uh, Lil Nas X and Sam Elliott. I like that. Dancing mustache. That was all right. I like that. It was that. okay. You know a commercial really I did, I did not like? I really did not like. And they tried they tried to ruin my Super Bowl with sadness. Oh, I know what you're doing. Yeah. The Google one. It's already sad. Show me photos of me and Loretta. It's this old guy and his wife who clearly passed away. Like, I, I gotta stop it. I gotta stop it already. I'm stopping it well, now. Just because you can't be in touch with your no, feelings wh- wh- doesn't that's mean... That's not... It's wrong. Place and time, man. Time and place. I'm not here... I'm not watching the Super Bowl to be sad. That's not... What are we doing? Why is that commercial playing during the Super Bowl? It's a touchy-feely commercial. There, there's a time it's and, tugging at your heartstrings. There's a time and place to tug at my heartstrings with, the, the, way, with the sad stuff, Mackie. This is not it. According to AdAge.com, and this is, I don't know how they measure this, but they rank the ads based on digital share of voice. So basically how many impressions and online views and social media impressions, etc. And number one was the Jeep Groundhog Day commercial. Number two was Facebook Ready to Rock. I don't know if you guys remember that one. I didn't remember that one mm-hmm. until I looked at a list of the best ads today. So that tells me that it didn't belong on that I had list. A steak taco in my mouth at that point. I don't remember. <laughs> Which we'll get to, by the way. More yeah. on that later. GMC Quiet Revolution was third. I don't remember that one. I don't know if I saw that one. Nope. And then and then the Google Assistant one was fourth on that list. And by the way, the uh yeah, the 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 little Nas X and Sam Elliott. I if you would have asked me what's what's this for and until I read in the article is for Doritos Cool Ranch, I would not have connected. Am I the this. only one who doesn't want to be sad when he's watching the Super Bowl? Yeah, I don't want to be sad. Like, give me funny, give me like, give me some movie trailers with some action. Even give I me. I think Bills fans would probably say that they feel the same way. That's true. Even give me like, like, give me a message. All right, but just sad, just sadness. What about the Planters Baby Funeral? No, that did nothing. Yeah, Baby not The whole killing they, Mr. They killed Peanut, Mr. Peanut thing, it doesn't do anything. How oh, dare you? The Kool-Aid man angle of it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was funny. The best part about your Mr. Peanut commercial was Mr. Kool-Aid. Like, you completely oh, you yeah. completely missed the mark with that one. <laughs> Nobody remembers Mr. Peanut today. People are talking about the Kool-Aid man. That's and, it. Uh, and if you didn't have a Kool-Aid man appearance during an Andy Reid Super Bowl win, you're doing it wrong. You had so, to have glad Andy, that Yeah, happened. you had to have the Kool-Aid man show up. Isn't that how Andy Reid should have burst into his post game press conference? You put up like a <laughs> like a like a paper brick wall. Oh yeah. Oh no. Oh no. Oh yeah. Just Andy Reid with his headset and a cheeseburger, just breaking through. Yeah, I don't, so, know. I don't know. I thought there was five or six really good commercials. I thought like three, which isn't a good average. That's a bad batting average for a Super Bowl. But the commercials, like we we we, we always sort of think. Oh, it's three hours of game and commercials. It's really like the best commercials are in the first half. And then the oh, second the, half, there's a couple repeat ones and some lame ones. I, I think Declan and I disagreed on this one. The the NFL 100 intro thing oh with the gosh. little kid. Yeah. The little kid running on the football field and Jim Brown tells him, take it to the house. 
And he keeps on, and he runs through like every NFL city and somebody, another player, the Tillman legends in, in, in interaction with that. That part of it rubbed me a little bit the wrong way. I just don't need to see children around on the field. I just play the football. What would you game. Have rather seen Jim Brown trying to score yes. a touchdown and like no, no, Lawrence like, Taylor wipes no, him no, out? Or? The, the, yes, the, the him stopping at the Pat Tillman thing kind of. I don't like that. I don't know. It wasn't necessary. Rubbed me the wrong way. I don't know. No, no disrespect to Pat Tillman. Obviously, but that it just it it was like crowbarred into this fun yeah. NFL commercial. But I thought like the continuity of the kid running onto the field. I thought it was a, I thought that was a really cool ad. Mm. I thought that was and all the kids running on the field. I can't believe how big of a hashtag next. Like, what are your expectations for? Like, you needed ten commercials to. <laughs> I think three. I think, I think we set the More bar than three. You you said yes to at least four or five in this segment. No, I said yes to three. I said yes to three. Go back and count them. Bill Murray, Jason Momoa. And uh, the Smotpoc. Smotpoc. Smotpoc is pretty good. Those are the only ones. Smotpoc. And the Google one. Smotpoc itself. I know it's supposed to make me sad. It just made me angry that you were trying to make me sad during the Super Bowl. You did not accomplish your goal, Google. We'll hit a quick break on the other side. A lot of emotion stirring about the halftime show. we got to talk about that right after this. Score North Live on 1500s.